<laughs> it's Thursday, and you know what that means. It's time for the E612 show. What is that? Well, it's a show my wife and I do. It's where we come together to talk about mm, somewhat of last week's message, but also uh, just life. life in general, and in some words. and some good topics, and yeah. some and some some good stuff. If you're out there, we want to know you're out there. Uh, raise your hand and let us know you are here. Say hi. You are present. You are with us because it's Thursday. It's Thursday night. And it's about to be 4th of July weekend. What? Right? So um, surprisingly, fireworks haven't started in our neighborhood. I don't know if they've started in yours. But usually I think we hear them for like a whole month before and after 4th of July. But and maybe they're cracking down on that. Well, nobody's got money for fireworks. Oh, this inflation. Fireworks cost too much. <laughs> too much money. So hi, Libby. Thanks for coming on. Thanks for coming on the show, Lib. Good to have you. Who else is out there? Let us know you are there, you are present. And we want to know, do you, you are shoot with off us? fireworks? Do and, you shoot fireworks? Is or? it illegal to like shoot the ones that go in the air? It is, right? The Roman candles? Oh, I don't know what they're called. But like the ones that actually go up into the air. I, I thought it, it was I illegal. I think if it explodes and well, makes yeah, a boom, it it's does. illegal. So they can be silent. You can have this. Remember the poppers? You can have those. You can have the sparklers. Yeah, but I mean the ones that go up into the air. I you think can have the snakes. Illegal, but, remember um, the snakes? You just you light it up and it like. One time, our neighbor took a. Don't come for me, Peta. Okay. Wait, what? Peta, P-E-T-A. The people that are like. All I know. I, I understand what you're saying. <laughs> why, where are we going? You understand the words that are coming out of my mouth? Took a one of those, um, like, what were they called? It was like, a, it looked like a candle. You know what I'm talking about? A Roman candle. Those tiny ones? Marisa. Okay. Marisa. A tiny Roman candle. A neighbor. Back in the day, I was, must have been like, I don't know, 10. A long time ago. And they put it in a frog. <laughs> and you know what happened next. And I'll never forget that. Wait a minute. Can't get the image out of my mind. That's most. Don't up. come at me. It wasn't me. It wasn't my idea. I'm just saying that's what happened. Hopefully, I didn't give anybody ideas for this. And it, but but where did they put it? In his mouth? Yeah. They, they lit it, and then they put it in his mouth. Mm -hmm. and, that's um, messed up. He had a fire inside his belly. <laughs> a fire in his bones. I know. It's nasty. Just jacked up. Do you guys shoot off fireworks? Anybody shoot off fireworks? And are you going anywhere for the 4th of July, right? A lot of people go somewhere. But you know what? You're right. Maybe inflation. People, number one, can't afford fireworks. And number two, can't afford to go anywhere. <laughs> so maybe there's, hey, Homer, barbecuing. Are you what traveling? What are you doing for the 4th? Are you going somewhere? Yeah. Or hopefully you're going to church on fireworks? Sunday. Yes. This Sunday, if you come out. Come on, Homer. Make the trip out to Michigan. We ain't, we're not that far. <laughs> There's nothing in Kansas, right? Isn't that where he is in Kansas? Kansas. Yeah. Um, Dorothy. Yeah, come on. On Sunday at 1030, we will be having a barbecue right after church. And I have seen the menu and it is going to be delicious. Good and stuff. I will have two helpings of everything because I like to do that to just be polite. Right? You got to you gotta come out. Be <laughs> and a, try everything. Be a part. Uh, we're going we're gonna to with, uh, withstand. The, the, the smoky, the smoky heat. Yeah. Oh, uh, weather we have coming out. Marisa says she does not shoot off fireworks. Ooh, Good. Homer, I'm coming to your house. Smoking. Yes. Some meat. In the name of Jesus, that Yum. looks good.
That looks good. Just right there. It's not even cooked. This looks good already. Because you haven't had dinner. Your wife ready doesn't to eat. You. Just got back from Florida. Nice. nice. Cool. Cool. Yeah. So we were we were supposed to be. Um, I don't know if you guys remember, but a while ago, what was that? March, February, February. We were in LA to see a game, a soccer game that got canceled. Yes. AKA rescheduled to 4th of July. So that's where we're supposed to go. But um, it's too expensive to yeah, fly there again, they messed stay me there up. again, um, do all that for nothing. So, But I do um, have my tickets. So if you're out okay. there. And Ticketmaster won't let us resell and it. And you're in LA and you need tickets <laughs> to the El Trafico game. Let, let know. me know. <laughs> LAFC versus LA Galaxy. I got tickets, but we can't make the trip this mm -hmm. time. Yeah. So. Well, Really, it's expensive, and we've been flying everywhere because we've been getting those good uh, points or free flights. Free flights. Yeah. He makes me stay at the airport all day to get the free Listen, flights. if you're ever in the airport and they say, can you give up your seats? We'll give you vultures. Do it. Run and grab them because, uh, man, we've been flying for the last two years probably yeah. on free vultures. Of those. We're, about we, to be we're still going. We got uh, one more trip. We still got one more trip. I'm making them take us. On free vultures. So. Yeah, yeah. If they ever say that, do it. Make say it that. Say that. So um, last Sunday, we had a Sunday edition pass. We had a guest speaker. You can watch it on the YouTube channel. Um, go to YouTube and just search Word of Life. Grand Ledge, yeah, and you can see this guest speaker. It was awesome, um, and I liked it because. Hi, Mary. Mary, good to have you on. I liked the message because he was talking about. Um, well, he made us ask ourselves. Well, first of all, he went through our ministers and training course, yeah. and now uh, we we we've got some of them preaching the word. So, yeah. um, that's why I was able to take a break this Sunday and. Um, Tony, um, one of the guys that took the MIT mm -hmm. class, was able to bring the word this yeah. week. And it was so, awesome. if you haven't seen it, you can go back to the archives, look the it archives. up, and uh, check it out. Yeah. So, he was asking ourselves, he told us to ask ourselves, Do you feel lucky? No, I'm just kidding. No, he was having us ask ourselves, Who do you say that Jesus is? Amen. And I like that question. Who do you say he is out there? Who? 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 Who is he to you out there today? Well, and, and honestly, Jesus is, regardless of our perspective of him, he's ever-changing, right? He's the same yesterday, today, and forever. And if you haven't experienced true, cha true change, true yeah. repentance, like when you got saved, yeah. you were like radically on fire for Jesus. You wanted to tell everybody about Jesus. You wanted to save everybody. You wanted to throw holy water on everybody. You know, you were radical for Jesus. But if you have never felt like that, I, I, I have to ask, are you truly, did you truly meet Jesus? Did you truly experience his love, his restoration, his refreshment, his comfort, you know, all the things that Jesus is? Um, have you truly experienced Jesus? Because I think that if you haven't, then your answer of who is Jesus to you may be different, right? From somebody who does. You may say, well, he's, I mean, I don't know. That's what we're asking guy. the question today. Who? who? Who do you say? Yeah. Who do you say? Yeah. Um, maybe he's your healer, right? Maybe he has healed you from some things or a past relationship or, you know, healed in your body and been your healer. I know that even um, reading the Bible, you know, we read those stories and they're not just stories. That's actually things that happen. That means that he can still heal you today, just like he healed the deaf, the blind, the lame back then. Okay. Yeah. 
And um, the speaker, he even shared a story. Seriously, go back and watch it. It's really interesting. He talked about, and I think he said India. I don't know. He's been to a lot of different places. So I think he said he, when he was in India, there was a man that was shining shoes. India. And is that what he said? Okay. Mumbai. Was Mumbai. It? <laughs> when he was in India, there was a man shining shoes. And he went, um, Tony went to him and, and said, you know, hey, shine my shoes. He started the conversation. And he said, do you know Jesus? And the man looked up. And he's like, oh, yeah, I have a statue of Jesus. And I have a statue of this person. He had a statue. He knew Jesus has a statue. And so the story goes on where Tony got the man saved and, and, and actually introduced him to Jesus, right? And he was so on fire and so changed that he followed Tony around the whole day because he actually had an encounter. He had a change. Hi, Pamela. He had a change um, in, inside of him that happened. And so it's kind of made sense when you think about, right? Thank you, after, Pamela. After Jesus um, healed when he healed people in the Old Testament, they just followed him around. That's why he had crowds following him around everywhere. And I think that Tony kind of got a taste of that. Finally, he's like, go home, go home, you know. But that was somebody who truly experienced Jesus. And why is it these third world countries and these countries, you know, where they have to go and walk miles to go to church, to, to not even be able to carry their Bible? Why are they so on fire for Jesus? And we are. We can go to a church whenever we want. We can read the Bible whenever. There's probably a service every night if you wanted to go to what do they say? There's a church on every corner, like a Starbucks. And yet that fire is seems they seem to be more hungrier, right? In other countries. Because we got everything. Because that's that they need Jesus so much and they truly experience Jesus. But I, I like I like I like the whole the whole statue thing, right? Yeah. Because how how you know, I mean, how crucial is that, right? Like, you know. Got mine. <laughs> and if you ever come to our church, this is exactly how he preaches. Like he always has to have some sort of illustration. Um, we've had a canoe, a, a pop-up tent on stage. I just love elephants. But anyways, this is this is this is what I'm talking about. Pretty he, soon he's gonna have real animals. You had, I mean, this is what he had, and this was how he knew right. Jesus. Right. This is how he knew who Jesus was because he had a statue yeah. of Jesus. And, and that's the thing with us, man. How many of us know who he is or we think we know who yeah. he is, but he's just a statue in our home, yeah. right? We, we we think we know he, who he is or he's just in the Bible that's sitting on my shelf, yeah. right? That's who he is to us. And so, man, that's crucial to, to, to know that, to think that. And he's like, oh, yeah, I know who he is. Yeah. And, and there's so many people out there who say, I know who he is. But knowing who he is isn't just about knowing things about him. Knowing who he is is having that relationship, relationship. with yeah. him and actually uh, um, encountering him in such a way that will make you live and change your mindset and yeah. how you walk and how you talk and how you think. And so it's so important, man. Um, I, when he said that to me the first time, because he he had told me before what he was kind of, and I'm like, man, that 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 hit something, right? Yeah. Because we 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 know like what it is to have a statue or, or or we have something in our home, even if it's an action figure, right, or yeah. whatever it might be. Yeah, I know, but do you know him? Yeah, you can have the action figure. You you can have you can have the 
you know, you can have the display, you can have that, but do you know them because man, you have that relationship with him yeah. that, that, that you know him because of, of who he is. You know him because you talk to him, you know, you know him because you walk with him, you know him because you're, you, you've changed, you've yeah. changed stuff up because of him. Right. Yeah. That's the difference in just saying, I know him and, 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 and really knowing him. Well, and it's like, it's the same thing as having like a statue for those people that collect. I don't know if you collect anything. I collect a couple things. <laughs> Please come buy it from our house. Um, but it's kind of like when you collect things, it's just like that. Having a statue of like Spider-Man or Hulk or, you know, little wrestlers or whatever it is, you don't actually know them. Like you don't know Hulk Hogan or... Well, <laughs> I know some of them. You don't, you don't have that relationship with them. And that's what the disconnect is. I like that you pulled that statue. I because, grew up with them. Because that's, and, and you even like people that you watch on TV, right? Like you think you know the Kardashians or you think you know, um, I don't know, whatever else reality show that's out there. You think you know them because you, you watch them and you feel like you know them. But you don't really have a relationship with them. You can't call them up and say, hey, Kim, can I come over and hang out with you today? This is what we're talking about. That relationship with Jesus is not that statue on the shelf, not just somebody you watch on TV, not somebody you hear about. Not or somebody just, you heard about yeah, from the book. Exactly. Or just, you know, go to church once in a while and kind of hear about him, whatever. It's that relationship where you can be real with him. You can say, you know, Jesus, I'm having a hard time today. Or, you know, read a story about him and 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 have that, let it heal you, let it deliver you, let it touch you. Or have that um altar experience when you're at the altar and have that, you know, Jesus, here I am, just come heal me. Because you know what, even we've talked about this before, there are so many other religions, right there. And I'll, and I'll just say it like this, Buddha's not going to come and save you. I mean, look at the, the scripture about how when they were trying to call the other gods to light that fire, Buddha's not going to save you. Allah's not going to save you. All these other gods are not going to save you. You may think you're praying to God, but once the only way to heaven Hey, Carlos, the only way to, to heaven you, bro. is through Jesus. Jesus is the only way into heaven. Jesus is the only one that will save you. So, yes, it's God, um, the Holy Spirit, and Jesus, the three in one. Okay? Let's just put that out there. So when we, when we say Jesus, we're, we're saying God, but it's not the God, right? Not the God of this world. It is the Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, that when he changes God. your life, you not only are truly changed, but you want to tell everybody about it. You're the crazy person at Taco Bell trying to get the person, the cashier saved. You're the crazy person at the grocery store trying to share about Jesus, trying to heal people, pray people, pray for people. It's like when you have that true encounter with Jesus, that is when, hey, um, Anna, that is when you are truly changed and you want to help change. And, and, and he even talked a lot about on Sunday about um, compassion. Jesus was moved by compassion for people. That's why he healed so many. There's stories of him going, you know, on a journey. So he was going somewhere else and people are stopping him. He, people are asking, can you pray for me? Can you heal me? And he was always moved by, by compassion. Let that Jesus in us Amen. be moved by compassion. That we are the crazy person at the laundromat praying for people while we're waiting for our clothes to be done. We are those crazy people. We're a peculiar people. Let them say you're crazy. Well, you can you can be crazy without being crazy. Well, you know what I'm saying. You know what I mean. Yeah. Um, but but does that sound like you? That man was so he just wanted to follow Tony around because he was saying he was so excited about Jesus. Does that sound like you? That you're well, so the, excited. He, but here's the thing: he wanted the Jesus that he was showing. Him. He was showing. Him. Yes. And that's the key, right? Yeah, that's good. Are are you showing? And and is are people wanting the God what that you have? What yeah. you have? Yeah. The God that you serve. 
because sometimes we walk around as defeated Christians and yeah. we're like, oh, I don't want to serve that guy. That always Jesus. mad. Or we're always upset yeah. or, or we're not, we're not fully living right. We're not fully living right. <laughs> <laughs> so, so, you know, that, and, and, and so do I want what you have? Yeah. And this young man, he's, he saw, he saw the, the God in, he saw the Jesus in him and said, man, I want what you have. Yeah. And that's why it's important, man, for us to know, right? We go back to the question, who do you say? Yeah. Who do you say he who? is? Because at that point, you're leading people to a God yeah. that you serve, depending on who you say he is. Yeah. yeah, that's good. It depends on who you're showing that he is in your life. And so if he's nothing in your life, if, he, yeah. if, if he's not... You're leading them nowhere. <laughs> you, you ain't, you're, not, you're not doing nothing. You're, you're not probably them. following them. You know, and it, yeah. woo, that, a, that a preach right there. <laughs> a preach right there. So we have a scripture, right? You have it pulled up. It's in Matthew. Matthew 16, verse 13 through 16. Matthew 16, 13 yeah, through, 16. through 16. And it says, when Jesus came into the region of Caesarea, Philippi, mm -hmm. he asked his disciples saying, who, Ooh. who mm -hmm. do men say that I, the son of man am? Yeah. He's, so he's already telling you, who he is, <laughs> but he's like, oh, who do people say I am? Jesus already, is so good. He's already trying to give you the answer. We still don't listen. <laughs> man, we don't listen. And he's giving us the answer straight up saying, who, his question. who do men say that I, the son of man, the son of man <laughs> am. am? And so they said, some say John the Baptist, mm -hmm. some Elijah, and others don't like. Don't turn away now because I'm reading the word. You better stay up. So they said some say John the Baptist, some Elijah, and others Jeremiah or one of the prophets. And he said to them, "But who? Yeah. Do he you he didn't care? He didn't care what other people were saying. Who he do you to know say that I am? You say he is. And you know what that shows me, man? Yeah. Is it was personal. Yeah." Like, I don't care what he's saying yep. about me over there. Yep. Who am I to you today? But did you notice that's how they answered? They didn't initially answer, oh, well, I say you're da-da-da. They were saying, well, some say this and some say this. It's like they were pointing the fingers yeah. of what everybody else said. They didn't worry about who they so thought. Good. They were almost uh, kind of skirting around the question. Yeah, and throwing then, other people and, under the bus. And, but that already shows that. I don't think, I don't know. Did they really truly believe that? Because wouldn't their answer already right away be, well, you're the, you know, you're the, what did they say? You're the living God. They, they didn't say that right away. They were like, well, some, you know, and maybe they were hoping he was going to say, oh yeah, you're right. I am, you know, John the Baptist. Or so I am. He, he said to them, but who do you say that I am? Yeah. He didn't care what anybody else. He, he said, who do you say yeah, that personal. I am? Who do you, yeah. who do you say that he who is? Who do you <laughs> Who's out there? <laughs> yeah, crazy in love with Jesus. Okay. Come on. Amen. Yeah. Victoria, Who good to you? have you on. Who do you? Yeah. So he, he wanted to know it's a personal thing, right? Yeah. And because we can say, well, over there, they, they say one thing. Over in this church, they're saying that. Yeah. Over here, they're Come saying that. This religion that. says this. This religion, yeah. religion says that. Yeah. He said, who do you say that yeah. I am? Because yeah. if you understand the relationship with Christ, it's a personal relationship. Yeah. Good. He said, so So, what are you saying today? Yeah. Who do you say? When you, I can say, you know, who do you say? He said to them, but who do you say? And then 16 says this, Simon Peter, Simon Peter answered and said, you are the Christ, yeah. the son yeah. of the living God. 
And I love that he said living God Ooh. because he, you know, he got that on his own because he Jesus just told him, I, I am the son of man, the son of man. Yeah. He, he's the living God, meaning he was alive. Jesus is alive and should be alive in us and in you. Why aren't we living like it? Why are we acting like he's still in the grave? We're acting like he's still dead. We're not acting like he's alive. Remember that? God's not dead, but he's surely alive. Remember that movie? God's not dead? Yeah. We sing about it, right? You may, you may read about it. You may sing about it. But are you truly living like Jesus is alive in your life? Being that light. Being the love of Jesus. Being the feet of Jesus. Being that vessel that he can use to love on others. Because you're right. That man wanted the Jesus, not of the statue, but of whatever Tony had in him. Yeah. He wanted that. Yeah. And are we living that way that makes it appetizing? Right? Are yeah. we are we are we making it appetizing or we're making like do they want what, do they want, want what you have? Whatever you have, I don't want it. <laughs> I don't want that. And the Bible talks about how Jesus healed so many, we said that earlier, because he was moved with compassion. Are we moved with compassion? Are we so busy in our lives? Oh, I don't have time for you. I can't pray for you. I don't I'm not gonna pray for your healing. I'm at work, I'm busy. We're so busy that we are we even have time to be moved by compassion to pay attention to what people are dealing with and i don't mean you know that us um you know we don't have to be doormats right as christians i'm saying be moved by compassion sometimes that means speaking the truth even when the truth is hard to hear because again the truth is the word and the word cuts like a knife right and so um that may be like not just letting anything go that may be speaking up when it's uncomfortable that may be sharing scripture when it's uncomfortable or being honest with somebody giving them truth because the truth sets you free when maybe they're not ready or they don't want to hear it that is us as christians we need to show the love we need to because right giving truth is actually showing love and being be accountable be held accountable and um anyways before i get going and going and going um yeah, I you know, listen, I think it's important for us to have the identity of Christ like mapped out in our lives. Who is he to you? Because if he's a mystery to you, yeah, then he's gonna be a mystery to everybody around you. Well, you no one's have... no no one's gonna understand and, and, and know who he is to you because you don't know who he is to you. Well, and yourself. you're trying to lead people, but you're leading them like this because you don't even know where you're going because you're like, well, Jesus is in and he's here and here. And, you know, and you don't even know where you're leaving them. Is he and, a loving God? Is, yeah. is, is he a righteous God? Is he a healing God? Is he a merciful God? Is he, he's all those things. Yeah. He's a provider, right? He, he, he's a wrathful God too. You know, yeah. some 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 want want the love inside of God, but he's got a hard side to himself yeah. as well. Yeah. Like like he loves us, but at the same time, he wants to uh, us to live well, a righteous life, a right life, and hold us accountable. Yeah. And no, you can't just live however you want to live, yeah. talk however you want to talk, do whatever you want to do. Uh, so it's important that you and I, as believers, right, yeah. know who Christ is. And if you don't know who He is, then I'm telling you, you haven't really truly met God. Yeah. Right. If you have, there's no change came about you. You haven't met him in such a way where you want to leave everything yeah. behind yeah. and to follow him. him yeah. Right. That's what this young man did. We keep going back to this yeah. story, but man, why, what would make you, uh, this young man want to follow him is because they want the God that, 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 was, that, that was, that was shown. Yeah. And, and so it's important for you and I to remember who we are in Christ. Remember that to, to show the love of God, so I'm asking you again, who do you say that he is? Yeah. 
What's up, Shaq? Love you, brother. Yeah. Good I, to have you on. I, I like what you said about them leaving because it's just like when Jesus called the disciples. Imagine that. Like Jesus barely even really talked to them, but they already saw something in him. So much so that they left everything that they had to follow Jesus. Like that, those were their careers. Those were something that they probably worked hard for. That was their finances. Life that was their income. That was how they were going to make money. I mean, they didn't even ask any questions. They were like, okay, drop the nets. You know, so there had to be, you're right. There was something about Jesus in the way his presence was just even there that they were like, I don't know who he is, but we're dropping everything to follow him. And how come we aren't exemplifying that? If yeah. Jesus is in us, we're the light of the world. We're the salt of the earth. The Bible says that if we lose our saltiness, what good are we? Right. It's the same thing. If there's no Jesus in you, what good are you to other people? We say it so many times. How can you influence the world when you're acting just like them? We have to be set apart. We have to be different. We have to show them the light of Christ that's going to pull them in and want what you have. Because trust me, if people at your workplace know you're saved and you you're the first one to complain. You're the first one that's lazy that doesn't want to do anything. You're the first one. They don't want what you have. They don't want that Jesus. But if you're the first one to help, you're the first one there, the last one to lead. You go above and beyond. You're extra. You're helping. You're you're the first one to them. praise God. You're the yeah. first one to lead them to Christ. You're yeah. the first one to talk about God yep. at the water cooler, right? The water cooler. <laughs> Yes, absolutely. You got to be in the world, but not of this world. Because guess what? As this world gets darker, that just means that the light shines brighter. And even if it's hard to shine your light, we have to because the world is depending on us. The world is hunger and thirsting for us to do that. And so we need to. Um, and Shaq, we, we, we're so glad that you're on. We were praying for you. We love you. Um, and, and just know that that we've been praying for you and, and, and glad to, to have another chance, man. And, um, and so Ephesians 3.19, this is what it says. It says, and to know this love that surpasses knowledge, that you may be filled to the measure of all the fullness of God. So what is that saying? That's saying to know this love. That's knowing the love of Christ. That's knowing the love of Jesus that surpasses all knowledge. Just like we talked about that man in the jacuzzi uh, last week at the gym. He was trying to figure out, well, I, I want to be above God. And who is God? And how did he? And I'm going to heal myself and all these things. No. It's, it says, and to know this love that surpasses knowledge. We don't have to figure it out. We don't have to try and do it ourselves. Jesus already paid the, the price, Amen. so we don't have to do it. It says to know this love. So to know that love of God that surpasses knowledge, that you may be filled to the measure of all the fullness of God. That means you're, you're so full, you can't help but be like, oh, do you know Jesus? Oh, do you know Jesus? You're so full, you're overflowing with the love of God and that fullness of God. And, um, and, and again, like you said, who, do, who, who do you say Jesus is? And if people saw you and knew that there was Jesus in the, in you, who would they say you are? The bishop's on. He said, leave all your wrestling stuff to me. Follow and follow Jesus. Jesus. Amen. 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 I just it got is, a couple things. It's for sale. I got a couple things. <laughs> Anybody that wants it. He said, be full of God. Amen. Yeah. Amen. That's it. That's it, man. I mean, we need to be examples yeah and you're right be full of god because people are looking to us yeah to, to ask the question and they're testing who do us. you say they're testing us but too. that question is coming from them to us yeah who do you who, say yeah the jesus who, who do you say yeah. show me who he yeah. is show me who he is so when yeah. we so when we're in the you know in those times where we're acting out or we're acting a fool and yeah. we're, we're not being who we're supposed to be 
like that's who he is yeah that's who you're showing me who he is and yeah. so it's so important for you and i as believers well and i'm saying listen i think i get it we all go through we got our days we yeah. stuff happens but man we, we who do you say he is? we are supposed to be that light man yeah. wherever we go we are to be examples and we are to show the love of christ we are to show who god is and so it's important for us to do that i mean I say, man, he's a good God. He's a healing God. He's yeah. a merciful God. He, he, he's a man. He's everything. Yeah. He's everything. Well, and even when you say, who do you say he is? Sometimes you don't even have to use words. Yeah. Because how you're showing how you live is who you're saying he is. How you live, how your actions are. That's what I say. When Jesus called the 12, he didn't really use a lot of words, <laughs> but you know, it's, it's that who are you saying also exemplifying who he is. DC Talk, be the light. Yes, light warriors. Okay, so. Where my um, warriors at? If you have any prayer requests, please let us know. Ephesians 3.19, that was the scripture for tonight. Um, if you have any prayer requests, please let us know. And bring us your youth on Friday, Friday, Friday at 612. That's this Friday, every last Friday of the month. We have junior high and high schools here. We have Bibles that we are putting in each youth's hand while they're here. They're awesome, too. They're called Ignite Bibles. And, um, uh, yeah, so we're giving away Bibles at the youth service. Um, you said Ephesians 3.19? Yeah, I just read it. Yeah. <laughs> um, and uh, youth Bibles also this Sunday is a barbecue after Build service. the fullness of God. Barbecue after service this Sunday at it's 1030. Thursday, and you know what that means, means y'all. pastor is going to preach shorter on sunday because there's food after service and so he get here probably get here shorter. and we got a slip and slide so get here <laughs> and i think some water guns bring your um Everybody. don't bring your speedos bring <laughs> like a full full he said i'm there for the bible come, yeah, on, come on come come get one come get yeah, one yeah sure um i and even had do, to grab you if you do want to sew for the bibles our text to give is eight four three two one you yep. can certainly text that and choose word of life grand ledge you can you can, can, can be a part give give a young person a bible yeah. you can be a part text to give eight four three two one or you can cash up um the frank e six one two frank e six one two frank e six one two now no i though frank e six one two if you want to be able to donate out there grab um a this Bible Justin, for a kid. Water balloons too. Oh, Jordan is in the house. Welcome, Jordan. Um, we're about to end the show. <laughs> but she said there's water balloons. Come out. There's gonna be water yes. balloons. Uh, there's gonna be a slip and slide. There's gonna be um all, kinds of, all kind of stuff. Get yep. here on this Sunday for our freedom, our freedom service day. That's right there. Yeah, Frank E six one two. Go ahead. The cash that's app. the cash app. If you want to bless and this ministry, you. You can put yep, we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna. Well, you can't do that on the cash app. Well, no, I mean, um, text if you text to give or through our app, yeah, um, you can do it that way, man. And we're gonna bless. We got, we got a whole box of Bibles back here. We we're gave gonna a bless box some on you. Sunday. And yep. uh, man, we're just having a great time. Yeah, God is good. Who do you say?